You are listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, episode 38 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Father Roderick. We're here each and every week to discuss one of our favorite television shows, The Biggest Loser. Big, huge hit here in the United States for me, but uh, also a hit in other places in the world like, I don't know, the Netherlands? Um, actually, I think it was on Dutch television, but um, I, I, they canceled it. I think oh, we're, no. we're all you're tall and skinny over here, so we don't need it. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Well, I don't know. Well, probably not. <laughs> but it's it's on almost everywhere else in the world. I mean, it's it's it, as far as New Zealand and Australia, and uh, I think they've even got Asian versions. You know, a Japanese version. I wonder how that would sound in in Japanese. Well, the good news is that it's while it may not be on the television, it is still a huge hit, at least for one person in the Netherlands. How's about how about that? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's one of my favorite shows, and it's definitely a show that has been motivating me for many years now to uh, to to stay on on target myself and uh, and try to live a healthy, balanced life. And uh, you know, I've had my ups and downs, but um, I, I'm definitely in a much better place than uh, than where I was before I started watching The Biggest Loser. Exactly. Well, hey, I want to share, Father Roderick, that I am excited because we have been talking all summer about all sorts of different things, which has been a lot of fun. But I, I want to say that I'm, I'm in need of some inspiration. Tell me all about it. I, well, <laughs> What's the situation? Well, the situation <laughs> is that, um, you know, I, I've been maintaining my weight for quite some time. My daily physical activity isn't quite daily these days. Uh, my, but I am still getting my physical activity. And I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like I'm so much further ahead. Even when my life is busy, crazy, and I've got some other projects and priorities. Where you know this whole idea of living a balanced life. There are times when you focus on other areas more than others. I've n- even even right now in the busiest time of one of the busier times of my life and my schedule. I'm still doing physical activity. Although instead of doing you know, three miles a day, I might be doing seven miles, you know, every, you know, twice or three times a week. So I'm still, I'm still maintaining weight. I'm still staying physically healthy, but you know, for me, I've lost a lot of weight, but I am nowhere near my, my goal yet. And so I need some inspiration. I need some motivation to, to get me back out there in that place where I'm counting my calories once again, where I'm watching the types of foods that I'm eating, and when I'm making it a priority to get out every single day, at least until I, I, I need to get to that, I need to drop another 20, 30 pounds. I'm still, even though I've lost 50 pounds, if I calculate my BMI, I'm still considered obese, and that's not good for me. No, that's not a place where you want to stay. And uh, what better motivation than a brand new season of The Biggest Loser in the 10th season? I mean, if there is one thing that could get us all motivated again, then uh, especially after after the summer holidays, um, it, it is a new season of The Biggest Loser. Exactly. And that's what I am looking forward to. And I understand it's coming back this week or well, next week. Well, 
It's starting uh, this upcoming Tuesday. And if you go to the website of NBC, that's the uh, broadcasting company in the United States that is airing uh, the U.S. version of The Biggest Loser, you can already see the the first information about the contestants and some video clips, uh, interviews with uh, Bob and Jillian, the trainers uh, of The American Biggest Loser. And, um, you know, it's all gearing up and it's uh, it's almost ready to go. And I think it's going to be an awesome season. And it's going to be on Tuesday nights. And so our we have not yet completely worked out our schedule to find out if our recording is still going to happen on Fridays or or what the case is there. Have we? No, not not really. But it'll probably, if, if we can make it happen, I would like to, to move it to Thursday so that, um, well, you are concentrating most of your recording sessions on on Thursday. So for you, it would be easier. But for me also, I'm, I'm starting to have a, well, my life is even busier than last year because I'm also doing uh, TV shows on here in the Netherlands on national TV. And I just added a radio show to my repertoire. And so in order to keep my sanity, I might also want to limit the days on which I'm uh, doing all, all the other stuff. Exactly. Well, I would definitely love to see you be able to find a little bit more balance on on you know you know kind of batch processing your recording schedules and also freeing up some of that time when you're out there running for this radio show. And, yeah. I, and I'm oh. gonna I'll, I'm always gonna pressure you to to always consider. It's like okay, are, is there anything I see need to say no to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word no is, I think, a key word when it comes to living a, a balanced life. I was always about yes and saying yes to everything, including to, you know, temptations of eating too much. And <laughs> well, yes, yes, let's get another plate. Uh, but over the years, I've learned to say no to a lot of things because it's actually no is always a yes to something else. It's a mm-hmm. yes to your health. It's a yes to balance your life, a yes to your family life, uh, to so many good things. So every no is actually a, a protection. It's it's a defense mechanism that you have to train yourself in um, to, to, to reach more important goals than that Snickers bar to name but something random. <laughs> <laughs> now don't push my buttons. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I found no to be, be a very empowering uh, word and, and a one that I, I enjoy saying more often than I used to. It used to be such a negative thing. It used to be something that um, I, I felt guilty for saying no to so many valuable, great and wonderful things that I was asked to partake in. And uh, the, just to say no is is it, it takes a little bit of practice, but when you get good at it, um, I find that the very first reaction I have these days is the word no, and then it's usually it's like oh, okay maybe, uh, but but the, my first response to when people ask me for something today is is how how can I very carefully diplomatically um, cautiously but very emphatically say no is my initial response, and that's what I do these days. Right. And it's because you've you've established uh, in, in these past few years what your priorities are in life, what you want to what you want to reach, what you want to become, what you want to do. And if you've got that list in place, if you know why you are living, what the purpose is of your life, then it's much easier to to cut all the this superfluous stuff uh, off your, off your, uh, uh, your life. And, and, and so the motivation comes from knowing your priorities, knowing where you want to go. And that's what struck me 
when I was reading through the profiles of this year's contestants, there's a there's a big lineup, like like always, big in 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 numbers, but also big in in size. And uh, these these contestants, uh, and I don't know if they did that before, but in the in their profiles and the description of why they are selected to be on The Biggest Loser, uh, they really emphasize their ultimate goal. You know, so what do you want to do once you've gone through the whole uh, process of being on The Biggest Loser if you've lost your weight? What is going to be your 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 target and 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 so these contestants they talk about well I want to take my kids to an amusement park and I want to ride the roller coaster you know I've never been able to do that or I want to go and and be a role model I want to get back to the shape that I was in when I was uh, 16 and I was you know playing football and and so every contestant uh, clearly already shows that they have something to strive for, something to to reach, and 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 that's gonna pull them through. That's gonna give them. And you can you can tell by reading through these profiles, you can already see the most motivated ones, the ones that will probably get very far. And even if they're eliminated halfway, they will probably still you know, look stunning by the end of the season because you can tell from from what they want to reach that they know what their priority right now is in life and it's it's something different something you know they've been snapped out of that lethargy of of you know being obese and being in that vicious circle circle of 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 being unhappy with the the state you're in and then uh, trying to to mitigate that feeling by eating more and 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 thereby uh you know continuing the 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 cycle so it's all it's all about motivation and priorities now you've had this opportunity to look at some of the bios of these folks. How how do people go and find this? Um, well, you can go to uh, nbc.com and then just uh, go to the the entry in the menu where it says shows and select the biggest loser, and then it it will give you uh, the the bios of, of uh, I think there are like twenty people this year. I don't know. It's it's a uh, the, the the interesting thing is. Um, and that there's not much more than just the the, the bios. There are no photos or, or clips yet. There are is a, there are two interviews with uh, with Bob and Jillian, where they talk a little bit about the upcoming season. Um, one thing that Bob says, uh, and Bob is the male trainer of the Biggest Loser, uh, is that this year it's probably going to be more relatable than ever because all these contestants are very kind of regular obese people if there is something like a regular obese person but they don't have the, like the super extreme people oh, anymore good. it's like uh, uh, if you read through the description of these people it's like that could have been me you know it's it, and they're all in, uh, about the same the same weight you know the 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 male contestants are all around three between 360 400 there's just one guy who's like 430 and the female contestants are all around 250 260 230 you know and so it's probably um uh, kind of almost like a, a the it, it, it's it's what you see in the streets what you see in the stores what you see in the fast food restaurants it's it's, it's there are a lot of people in that range and so uh, and even in terms of background uh, you you know you've got uh uh for instance a mom who has a son who is in the army right now. Uh, you've got uh, a, a girl who has just lost her brother. Oh, there was this striking story. Um, it is one of the contestants. I think her name. I'm not really sure. It was Shanna or Sandy. Is one of the last ones that I read. And um, let me see. 
now Shanna was, was is someone who has had uh, who has overcome breast cancer. So that's already like she's already d- had a huge struggle, which made her very determined to also uh, take on this next battle to, uh, with uh, with obesity. There was this girl from Texas, and I I was reading that I was like, oh my goodness, talking about a motivation to. Uh, to enlist for the for the biggest loser, um, her brother uh, was auditioning for uh, for the biggest loser for the for the previous season of the Biggest Loser, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, her name is Sandy. So she's from Fort Worth uh, in in Texas, um, and uh, her her brother was. Actually, it was also auditioning for season 10 of The Biggest Loser in Dallas. And five days later, he died of obesity-related heart failure. Mm. Five days after auditioning for, for this season of The Biggest Loser. Talking about a motivation. So she wants to honor her brother by, by finishing what he began. And, uh, so, and that's just one example of, uh, of, of these contestants. I mean, all of them are very interest, interesting and they all, you can already in their, uh, uh, bio, you can read the reasons why they be- became obese. It, it's usually, uh, in almost in all the cases, it's related to some trauma, to the loss of a person or, you know, Having always been the fat girl, the fat boy, you know, being made fun of in school, and so um, there is always hurt. It's it's and and this is a common uh, misunderstanding, I think, with people who watch The Biggest Loser, and and we might have actually new listeners that are listening for the first time to this show because they they found us on iTunes or, or in the Zoom store or whatever. Wherever. Um, and it's a common misconception that people like blame obese people like, oh, well, that's their own fault. You know, it's how they're just lazy people and they should just get themselves into shape. And it's like, well, did you ever ask yourself why uh, these these people over over ate so much? And, and, and it's not just laziness. It's, it's just oftentimes it, there are much deeper issues, also spiritual issues, you know, issues of self-esteem and relational issues. There are so many reasons why someone is compensating with food and food in a way is is like any other addiction or can be like any other addiction it's just that if we hear about alcoholics we we can label that and we know that well that there's treatment for that and with obesity we're we're, we're we we tend to just brush that away as if either we we, we say well, well who cares you know uh obese people are are funny people they're you know nice to hang out with and or we say well they're lazy people uh, they should just you know eat less <laughs> both approaches don't help <laughs> and I can tell that from from my own experience and it's only by uh, by starting this journey and, and that's what we've been doing uh, by covering The Biggest Loser for us it's it, we, we, we are sharing our personal journey we've learned so much about ourselves and about our me- the way that we work the way our mechanisms even the, 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 the stuff that we weren't even aware of it's just by Going through this process and ourselves and and trying to to be big losers ourselves, it's 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 during that journey that you start to change. And the 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 biggest change is not the weight loss, but that the weight loss is always the sign of a of an inner change. Would, yeah. Wouldn't you agree with me? Yeah, there is no doubt in my mind about that. It, it is all about the inner change because 
there have been many times that I have done things to, to, you know, just say, hey, this is all about the weight and I want to drop some weight. And and there have been many times I've been successful in dropping weight in the past. Uh, but when it was when it became about understanding, you know, the you know, more about living a balanced life, you know, living life on purpose and, and finding out the meaning behind, you know, what did, why do I always feel this compulsion to eat as, you know, what is the cause? What's the under, what's the underlying thing that's causing me to want to do these destructive things to my body? Uh, and, and, and finding the real desire, uh, isn't just to lose weight, but it's to live longer, to be that husband I want to be, to be the father that I want to be. Those things have changed me. And, and I have experienced, uh, more than 50 pounds of weight loss now, personally. And sure, I, I have lost, you know, during the summer, I've kind of, you know, fallen off the track of what it took to lose weight. But even during this entire summer, when I've allowed myself to to kind of just take it easier, I've not gained those 50 pounds back. And that is right. different. Absolutely. Because if you, if, if you, hadn't changed on the inside, and if you hadn't learned so much, you would become the, the quintessential yo-yo uh, 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 dieter. And I've, I've been there. I've, I've had that in the past. You know, I would, I would lose five, five pounds, 10 pounds, and, and, and in two weeks, I would gain them back. And then I would go even, even, you know, I would be even heavier than before. And it's just because I thought that, well, I, I just go on this crash diet or, I mean, I've tried out all these fancy things and, it, and none of them worked because I just didn't understand the real issues and the real things that I had needed to tackle, including, you know, just basic knowledge about calories, about, you know, calories in, calories out, about, you know, the, the role of fitness. I thought that if I would step on a bike and I would you know, ride my bike for 10 minutes, that that would, you know, get rid of a whole bag of, of potato chips. I know better now. <laughs> I know that it takes like two hours of running to get rid of that. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna, I'm, we're gonna have a blast. And, and I'm, I'm also super excited about the fact that we do this with a community of listeners that are also all on their own personal journey. And for some of them, it's still a long road ahead. For other people have already made tremendous uh, progress. And we've, we've been hearing a lot of their feedback. And I, I hope that, that we will get new listeners that we can hopefully um, uh, get enthusiastic about, you know, starting this journey and, and believing that it's, it's feasible and you can live a more balanced life and you can, you can lose weight. Everybody can. And uh, we, we, we hope that we can offer some motivation uh, and perhaps even some education. Absolutely. And of course, we want to encourage you to give us a call and let us know that you're starting this journey with us. And uh, we we uh, basically ask you to give us a call on the voicemail feedback hotline. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We do ask that you try to limit, limit it to about a minute or so. That would be appropriate for us to be able to fit it into the podcast here. But if you want to call and just tell us your name, where you're calling from, and, and just tell us a little bit about where you are and what what steps you're going to be taking, what some of your goals are. The phone number is 859-795-4067, 859-795-4067. And one of the things that I loved that happened last season is that we had some people, when we first launched this show, we had some people say, hey, here's where I am, this is where I've been, and here are my goals. And I loved, during the summer, we got updates from people saying, hey, I just ran my marathon and I made it two minutes under what my goal was for the marathon and I never thought this would have been possible. 
Yeah, that that's that's always great feedback to 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 hear that somehow the whole process has made a difference. And I know that it's not just us. It's 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 uh, usually there's already a lot of work and a lot of motivation on the on the uh, on the side of the person. But but still, it's it's just very motivational. And even for for some of us that might not have made their goals, it can be that well, it's it's what you said, Cliff. It's like we we sometimes need that little extra support and extra motivation to go the extra mile and to you know get off the plateau and and dive back into the challenge of uh, of getting to our target weight absolutely hey one of the things i want to share with you that happened to me this summer is i was watching losing it with jillian and i'm not sure that i mentioned this when we were talking about it but um it, it they didn't point it out at all but uh, one of the things that they did, that Jillian did in losing it with Jillian with one of the families, they went through the cabinets, through the cupboards and threw away some stuff. And one of the things that I noticed that she threw away was some peanut butter. Huh. And and now they did not show the label of the peanut butter, but they showed enough of it that, you know, anybody who here in the States goes to the grocery store and buys the number one brand of peanut butter, which, of course, is Jif, J-I-F. Choosy moms choose Jif, right? Kidding so, me? Is it called Jif? Yeah, Jif, G I or J I F. That used to be the name of a very strong detergent here in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think food when I hear Jif. Well, it, it it was Jiffy peanut butter, and so I have no idea why it was called that. But anyway, this was the brand of peanut butter that we have in our home, and uh, she said she. And of course, I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm learning you know healthier stuff, and and I'm eating healthier foods, and so I. One of the things that I would do occasionally is I would just, you know, as a snack, I might have a tablespoon or two of, of peanut butter thinking, hmm, this is healthy. And of course, to see her take that and immediately throw it out. And when the family actually protested, they said, no, this is, got, this is full of uh, hydrogenated oils. And yeah. of course, I have learned that, you know, hydrogenated order, oils are really terrible for your body. And I went upstairs immediately and I looked on the back of this label and I'm like, ah, it does say hydrogenated oil. And so, of course, what did I do? I ate the rest of it, but I made sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish this before it harms more people. <laughs> but when I went to the store the next time, I did not buy that hydrogenated peanut butter anymore. This is what I did as I went into the organic section and I looked for peanut butter and I found it something that was 100% peanut butter, peanuts, and it had um, uh, no salt and it had no sugars, it, nothing. It was just mm -hmm. peanut. And it wasn't as good and it kind of was oily on the top and you had to keep stirring it. And then Stephanie yeah. says, well, did you read the label where it says put it in the refrigerator? And so we started putting it in the refrigerator. And when you got to the bottom, there was no oil. It was just a rock solid right. Right. mass of yeah. peanut. <laughs> and so it was a little frustrating. And then lo and behold, we, we looked to see in the regular aisle, is there any less expensive but still natural peanut butter? And mm -hmm. we found some other options that were there in the aisle. And guess what Jeff makes now? Just probably just about maybe two months after being called out on national television and being thrown out because it's hydrogenated oil, they now uh -huh. have Jif Natural, huh. which is 90% peanuts. And mm. they use, I, I can't think of what oil they use, but it's not hydrogenated oil. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a healthy oil. 
and they're using they are using cane what no actually i think they are using uh pure sugar uh, just a little bit of it we started buying the natural gif now and it does taste better and right. it actually stays right. soft for a much longer period of time so we've, we've seen that with a lot of brands and fast food restaurants that under the pressure of of the media they started to change i mean uh, for years and years and years, uh, fast food restaurants have been using um, uh, types of oil that were actually cancerous. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's only, well, and cancerous, that sounds very dramatic. Of course, it's always about the quantities, but let, <laughs> let's not forget that, that yeah. some people just live at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so definitely, it's, it's probably not the only thing that is harmful over there, but... Uh, but they, they started to change now. And, and I think that that's all about, that, that's the power of, of awareness. And, and one of the things that we are doing in this show is uh, we don't want to be kind of the police people that are, you know, like everything has to be super pure and whatnot. What but it's like, be aware of what you put in your mouth and read the labels yes. and realize that not everything is good because it's allowed, you know, in the stores. It can still kill you. And if it won't kill you immediately, it will kill you over time just you know because it's it's full of salt it's full of you know fatty whatever you know <laughs> chemicals or whatnot you know but um yeah we have another chat room going on over here at gspn.tv slash live and tony in my chat room says did you hear that jillian is, is supposedly starting her radio show up again in january oh wow i did that not know that good News. That would be awesome. That I've is, been always a big fan of her radio show. She's a very natural personality on the radio and much more, even more personable than, uh, than on television. Absolutely. Well, my friends, we are going to be celebrating with you our thoughts and, and initial reactions of the new season, season 10 of The Biggest Loser. And we encourage you to join us. And for those of you out there who don't watch The Biggest Loser, Good news for you. You don't have to watch the show to enjoy this podcast because we are not going to be sitting here doing a recap screen by screen, scene by scene, I, I guess I should say, uh, review of every single thing that happened. But what we're going to do is we're going to take notes and we're going to share the things that spoke to us personally, the things that motivated us, uh, and really what's happened in our minds and our hearts as a result of watching the episode. And, uh, yes. and we hope it's that you'll enjoy it. It's much more about lessons learned than it is about the reality TV aspect of it. Exactly. Although I will say that the one thing I don't like about the first few episodes is you get, I think they're going to start off with 21 contestants mm -hmm. and immediately they send people home. It's like, it's like, how horrible is that? They didn't even really get an opportunity. Just one. No. Ah. But, but haven't we seen many times that they return somewhere halfway through the uh, season? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Oh, well, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, my friends, we do want to invite you to join us in the journey. Again, the voicemail feedback hotline is 859-795-4067. Again, 859-795-4067. We mean it when we say call us. We want to hear yes. from you. And follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, how can people find you on Twitter? I can be found at twitter.com slash GSPN. Stands for the Generally Speaking Production Network. And what about you, Father Roderick? Well, I'm just Father Roderick on Twitter. 
And um, I, I tweet a lot about my uh, successes and failures when it comes to weight loss. <laughs> and I do the same. And I have sometimes, unfortunately, during the summer, I've had a little bit more failures than successes. But uh, we're going to change that around. We're going to turn it we're around. We're going to set up that. Yes. Let's just, you know, <laughs> that's all in the past. It, what matters is the journey ahead. Exactly. Well, we'll be back again next week, my friends. And until then, we encourage you to be a loser. Be a loser.